0: All right, welcome to Witch Please Radio. Over the course of doing this show, I'm—I I think it's like episode 860 something right now. So I've interviewed a lot of different bands, and um, it's always interesting when I have a band on that is new to me because I try to stay—you uh, know—as up on the local music scene as I can. But every week I hear about like 18 new bands, and so um, when you guys reached out about doing this episode, uh, it was—you yeah, guys were completely new to me. So I've listened to some stuff now. I have—I th- I think I have an idea, or I think I do anyway, on what you're all about, what your sound is, but. I think the best way to start this off, because there's, there's four of you on the on the call here, is cool. if we can go kind of around uh, the band and you can each introduce yourselves and what instrument you play in the band so people can put a name to the voice. And then we can sort of uh, go from there and talk about what it is that you do.
2: Okay, I'll go first. I'm Gary. I'm the drummer in the band. I sing backup vocals and uh, uh, squint my eyes a lot and uh, got to give her. Yeah. We're Hey,
3: well, I'm Dan and I'm the singer in the band and... Uh,
4: yeah, that's what I do. I'm uh I'm Matt and I play bass and
5: do a little bit of backups. Cool. I am Dave. I play guitar and or keys. And I'm still learning how to sing and play the guitar at the same time. <laughs> Someday I will get that. But uh, you know, fingers crossed. Yeah, so I'm yeah, trying to you, you
0: have to separate your brain, right? To two different sides to be able to do that, yeah, pull that off. It's hard for sure. So like I said I'm new to your music. I mean I've, I've listened to what I, what I was able to um before we did this conversation and this is the question everyone hates answering and I hate asking it too because it's a shitty question but how do you define the type of music you play? And the reason it's a shitty question is because people always there's so many like subgenres of subgenres of subgenres and everything is something core and post this and you know it seems it's very difficult to to put a name on what what anyone is doing. I mean I listen to it I hear all rock. I hear which is itself a very vague genre. But I hear kind of nineties uh sounds coming out of it. Um how do you define it? Is there like a cool's notes way that you would define the sound of the band?
3: I would I would say uh it's you know, it's in the adult kind of rock. It's a mature rock kind of sound, and definitely there's some nineties influence to it, um uh layers to it. Uh there's a lot of passion in uh the messages that we're trying to put out. And okay. then uh I'd love it if uh, if one of the other guys took a shot, too, because I don't even know what they think.
4: <laughs> I think it's uh, if you took uh, four guys and put them in a 90s tribute band for 14 years and asked them to start writing original music, um, I guess experimental, really. we're I think we're still kind of just willy-nilly about our sound, really. We're not focused on sounding like any particular genre, but we are trying to kind of find our, our own kind of niche i guess
0: well experimental rock is kind of what i would call it i guess okay okay that that makes sense uh yeah another way to maybe word the question is is, are are there bands that all of you agree on like i mean i'm sure you all have your own distinct musical tastes but are there certain artists that you all say like okay yeah as a group we all sort of collectively are big fans of of whoever oh Oh, yeah i think think
5: dave really dave really likes the headstone (laughs) (laughs) No, no, but that is uh, uh, just to kind of circle back to what Nat had said is that we've done project A, the 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 cover genre for a long time, and we all kind of realize that our Venn diagrams aligned with the '90s music, right? So you name a Canadian artist, right? You name kind of a world renowned uh, '90s artist, we've done tributes to those said artists as well as like the whole range from very heavy to heavy. Uh, very pop so that's kind of that's kind of the roots of our common denominators I would say and then I would say we all have our own kind of like shoots of bands that I might like but the rest are like me eh, and vice versa so of course yeah you have to have that kind yeah. of our yeah
0: yeah well what is uh, 80s, it is hard to transition from covers playing cover songs to doing original material because I, you know, I've been in terrible bands, uh, not in a while, but I'm, they were always bad, but they were at least, with they were all original music, right? I've never been in a cover band. So I, I know it's kind of this whole different world um, than being in a band that plays original music. Is it a weird transition to, from doing covers to sort of writing your own stuff? Uh,
2: you know, we've, we had such a, um, we were a band that played such a diverse uh, selection of music when we uh, played over the last 14 years. I uh, would play everything from Backstreet Boys to Tool, and we might okay. play those into the same set. And um, you know, when if we first started jamming, uh, Dave, Dave, our guitar player here, he had a lot of uh, material to start with, as well. As he's been writing snippets uh, in secret for uh, some time, and um, uh, we we always kind of jammed whenever we were learning songs as well, too. Right, you know, in the jam space, and we'd record little snippets here and there, and uh you know, it's uh, it flows it's flowing pretty good. Uh, um, the cover band's always a uh, challenge uh, with shows coming up where I was starting new songs and, and going transitioning back and forth between the original band. And um, but no, it's uh, it's it's flowing pretty good.
0: Uh, I was going to say that I was you know when I was reading up about you guys looking at the Manitoba music page and everything, um, it definitely suggested that you were a, a very new band in that you'd only sort of been a band since twenty twenty. Which is like yeah. this, yeah. you know, that is obviously a horrible time to start a band because of the pandemic and everything else going on. But clearly you have roots that go much deeper than that with, with all of these years of uh, playing together.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, go ahead, Dan. Sorry. Sorry. The, uh,
3: the roots of this are, all, are definitely based in uh, the pandemic times because, of course, um, we had no shows to play as a cover band. Oh yeah, yeah, so of course. We're yeah, like yeah. we're gonna be well, what are we gonna do? Like we got all this time on our hands. We still wanna make music. So uh let's you know, we've always talked about writing songs together, and all of us have come from original bands previous to our project. Um so yeah, we just we just started writing songs and sending stuff to each other over Zoom and trying to jam together online and then uh it, it just really started developing and taking off. And we really felt we had something, um, to share with people. And, and a few of the songs are based on, on the feelings, you know, why I write a lot of the words. So feelings that we had during that time of being shut down, controversies, conspiracies, um, that all kind of played into it.
0: Well, that's a, I mean, that's kind of a, you know, it was just a weird experience that it, it's a universal experience. Everyone sort of went through all the craziness that was going on during that time, and people couldn't, no matter what kind of music you're doing, there were no shows, you're right. Like, there was nothing happening. Yeah had like conversations with different artists, whether it's a punk band or a rapper or a country singer or whatever, where they've either had one one or one of one of two things has happened to them during that time. they were either super productive and spent that time you know in forced time off just writing and recording and demoing and doing as whatever they could and then other people were completely blocked they they couldn't write, they couldn't do anything. they just took a like a two year break from making music. Yeah. it sounds like yeah. you guys were in the first camp though in terms of like uh, you know staying active and and still Doing what you could to to, to make music during the time,
3: definitely. David, you have a
5: call. Um yeah to kind of uh double down. I went down to saying, I was going to talk about the whole COVID thing, but I found it kind of like refreshing to all of a sudden be, you know, you're 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 gearing up for some of the air bars within the city, and then those set gigs are canceled. Yeah, while those shows are fun to do, I've always felt that it's kind of been like. Distracting to what we've all ideally wanted to be doing is playing original music and doing that circuit, right? So um, it was kind of like you have these existential crises during uh, during COVID, and it's like you know you you realize that you've been presented with a this bittersweet opportunity, and um, yeah, then your 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 brain just starts like shifting. You start forgetting all the all the cover stuff and uh, the hip and whatnot, and and then you you just start plowing away at picking up your guitar more focused on what the heck can I come up with next? What have I done in, in the past 10 years and what, what have I created that may work in this, in this environment? And you know, it, it was, it was good. It was, it's been fun. So cool. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I I really took the opportunity to kind of go back and try and relearn the instrument from, you know, it's infancy. Um, you develop a lot of really bad habits over 20 years, 25 years, if you're not paying attention to it. So for me, I, I really went back and kind of just remembered how to hold the bass properly and, and you know, how to use my fingers properly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I guess we all kind of took advantage of it for for different uh, different things. Live shows were all fun until they got canceled last minute and uh, or they didn't get canceled and you were playing to five people the night before the lockdown came right.
2: back.
0: Right, right. <laughs> 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 what yeah, has it's definitely what, a good What was gonna say what what is the response been? I mean, I, you know, you've, you've been this, this this version of what you what you do now. This uh, you know, playing original music together. It's been going on for a few years now. You have some songs recorded. You're playing shows. You have shows coming up. What kind of response have you got from people who maybe knew you as as cover musicians and maybe didn't realize that you had this this kind of a uh, alter ego uh, playing original music. Gary <laughs> uh,
5: <Grits. laughs> that's a great question. <laughs> just don't ask my dad, yeah <laughs> <laughs> <Just> judgmental dad <laughs> gary
3: we, we' Dan well, we played I don't know we've played about five shows as the uh as the Sun band, and um it's nice having um a following already to come and support you, sure, which. You know I think that was one of the biggest things um when we're getting out of original music because it was such a hustle all the time to you know try to drag your friends down and your dad down and and just try to fill the place up a bit and um so we all kind of put that away for a while and you know we didn't know where this was going to go we you know I know we didn't really give you the preface that yes we have been a cover band for almost 15 years or we're called the nooners and and we played, the city. We played all over the province, and um, so it was like, okay, well, let's do this cover thing now, um, and it just took off, and it just keeps getting better all the time. But having that built-in uh, family and community and friends to yeah. come help support is uh, it's it's huge, and it it just it makes it even more fun. And the response has been really good. Like a lot of people are really enjoying um, seeing a different side of us. And, uh, and I, you know, I think generally it's being been really well received.
0: We almost have a secret weapon as a band, just that you have all these years playing together. And you, I mean, it's got, it's got to be muscle memory at this point, like just the way you connect with each other musically, because you have all this experience. Right. And a lot of new bands, they don't have that because they, they have, that has to be something that's built over, over years. And in your case, you know, yeah. 15 years.
4: Yeah, a lot of bad. So they go through their their early trials, right, where they're just try to figure each other out, figure out e- each other's ego and uh, you know, kind of see where they fall. And yeah. And we've we've had fourteen years of that already. So we've we've kind of established all of our uh you know, where we are and, and what we wanna do and where we wanna go. And for sure. Yeah. It's uh now we just create, you know, that's that's the best part of it. It's just we wanna create and ultimately, I mean Music uh, industry isn't what it used to be. You know, uh, you got a to tour ten months out of the year to make any kind of a real living at it. And, uh, and for for me, it's it's still, you know, it's a it's hobby. Yeah, um, I'd love to play some huge shows. It's always fun, but ultimately the whole goal here was just to get back to creating again and and having that outlet.
0: Where do you think you fit in, um, within the local music scene at this point? Again, I know this, this iteration of what you do is relatively new and you only played a handful of shows, but have you sort of figured out where you want to be? I mean, I know there's, there's so many different sort of, um, venues that have certain bands that are typically associated with them and then little scenes and subscenes and all of that. Have you kind of decided sort of where you, you feel like you fit within the larger think, local yeah. scene?
5: I think my my big goals for 2024 is to essentially fit in, is to uh, network and start to create these connections with the um, with the set original bands and and yes we have with with, with a few over the past uh, few years uh, bloodshots comes to mind we've done some tribute nights with them um, but I I feel like it could be kind of a humbling experience when you've gone from kind of owning kind of places for the night and it's it's your stage and you you feel like rock stars doing the cover side of things and then all of a sudden you you're basically it's like the snakes and ladders game you've essentially landed on that snake and you're playing like a different game now it's like oh man yeah uh but you know i i feel confident in these four guys here um been through thick and thin with them over the uh, since 2009 and i don't know i' just I'm I'm trying to laugh at your questions because I it's it's just funny to kind of hear it. It's very it's very humbling and I'm very honored to be here just, just, just to be interviewed by you. So Well thanks um Tim. yeah. Sorry. No, that's Dan. all <laughs> you know we're
3: looking uh we're looking for those those spots to fit in and uh um uh, it's busy out there. I mean there yeah. are a lot of incredibly talented bands in the city. Um you know, we've done the Top House with uh, um, Color by Numbers, Jerry Adams, and and we've done yeah, the tributes with uh, with a few other groups. Um, you know, we're kind of trying to find other other you know alt rock. Uh, yeah, you know, bands that want to do shows together. So if you're hearing this uh, show tonight and you're looking to put together a night, check out our music, and maybe we can do something.
0: Well, I mean, hopefully that that's one of the good things about sort of doing a show here where I talk to local bands every week because yeah. there, I think that there is a, there's so many artists in Winnipeg and Manitoba and sort of like beyond that, it is difficult to find, find out where you fit in. I mean, you know, like I said, every day I hear about like 18 new bands that just started and, uh, they're all sort of fighting for the same spots and it is, it is pretty hectic. So, I mean, I hope that people yeah. do hear this sewer are in other bands that, that maybe have a similar vibe to you guys and then, and, and reach out because that's, uh. That's kind of what it's all about, right?
3: Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. And we're trying to figure out, um, you know, more places to play and being creative in terms of creating an event because it is limited in terms of uh, original stages in the city. Yeah.
0: What's we'll... what's sort of the plan? Uh, you know, we're in the beginning of 2024 right now. Um, the pandemic stuff is hopefully behind us. Um, you know, like you said, shows are happening. It's It's, it's, it's a busy time what's sort of your your long-term goal for there for the year do you have uh are you hoping to do some more recording what do you have in the works
3: we have uh we have uh one more single to drop uh pretty soon for um the last of the songs that we wrote okay. uh, over over the last while so it's almost finished it'll be coming out soon um uh, of course we have our show coming up at park alleys february 9th uh the doors are at eight. Music at nine thirty. Uh, tickets you can get at three. Common. and if you want a bowl, you better reserve your lane soon because it'll be a busy night. Um, further to that, we're hoping to uh, record a few more songs that we've been working on right now, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, once we have enough, I think we would package you know, ten to twelve songs together and and call it an album and release that. Uh, have a big event. Cool. Um, I think that would be the big goal for the year is to get that done and and then uh, you know find a few more good shows. Cool, cool.
0: well and you just i was gonna ask you to plug the show you're playing but you, you just did that for me so that that's uh, <laughs> that's great um where can people hear your music otherwise i mean uh, you know uh someone might be hearing about you for the first time in the show i think probably a lot of people will be um what's the best way to, to sort of track down your stuff hear what you have out at this point and then because it's a podcast someone could hear this a year from now and by then maybe you do have an album out what's sort of the uh the ideal location online to find you and and hear your stuff
3: yeah we're listed on all the uh streaming platforms, so your spotify's your um apple amazon youtube um we do we did release a video as well with our uh, with our first single ghost so that can be found uh, on youtube um I would love to shoot some more videos this year so um that's that's another goal for sure but your usual places you want to find them will be there
0: and then as far as um you know finding out where you're up to with with upcoming shows and things like that do you have a social media presence you'd kind of direct people towards uh to 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 follow you that way
3: yeah of course we have facebook and our instagram uh those are the main ones uh maybe we'll do some funny TikToks. soon hey uh gary
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) well you know what when i plug that show again the one that's coming up at that park alleys that's such a cool venue uh for shows i mean the idea that music and bowling is happening at the same time is is pretty awesome so what are the details again of that show and 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 uh, remind people where they can get tickets
3: yeah that is uh park alleys on osborne it's a beautiful refinished uh kind of classic bowling alley with a great performance area a bar the food Uh, The drinks, and um, it will be Friday, February 9th. Uh, The doors are at 8. We will be playing a cover set with our alter ego, the neuters, to open the show, and then Toy Sun will have a full set um, on later in the evening. Uh, Tickets are at Street Common, which is online, or you just go to the Park Alley's website, and you can get hooked up through there.
0: Awesome, and I'll, I'll link to the show information and stuff in the show notes here too, so if you're listening to the episode and yeah. you want to check it out and you forgot what he just said, you can, <laughs> you can always click there and uh, okay. find the info you need. Right on. <laughs>